0: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE.
1: Couple of notes here, Al. This one from uh, Jacob on Twitter. He says, my wife has 50 plus nutcrackers scattered throughout the house. See, that makes me feel a little bit better. About the Santas? Yeah, like Santas, we're we're in triple digits in my house. For sure. I'm not even a little bit concerned about getting to 100. I'm positive. 50 nutcrackers is a lot. I think we have two nutcrackers in the house. How many Santas in the Slewell residence?
2: Zero? Um, no, I probably got like two or
1: three. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You only need to get 97 more.
2: I, I don't I, That number's still not registering. me. I don't know where they're all That means they have to start Basically, when you exit the freeway, she puts one out there.
1: <laughs> no, there Well, no, there is one on the Two on Three? I think there's you know three on the have, front door. You know
2: how people have when they're about to sell a house?
1: Yeah. <laughs> You know what rule number one is, right? You want as little in that house as possible. You want it to look clean and no clutter. But not going where
2: you think I'm going. When they're about to sell a house, typically what they have (laughs) is a sign a few blocks away that has an arrow, house for sale. (laughs) Open
0: house, yeah.
2: Open house, house for sale. I almost feel like Susan has Santa's that are three, four blocks away that are taking you over because she doesn't know what to do with all that. I'm extra surprised ones.
1: she hasn't hired a mall Santa to sit in our living room and just bring neighborhood children through and see what they want for Christmas. So it's really the only thing missing. Oh, man. It's a she lot. She
0: must be related to Buddy the Elf. That's like the only <laughs> other person that loves holidays as much as she does.
1: And Christmas is her number one favorite. Yeah, like she she gets into all of them. That's my sisters and my mom too. Yeah, Same thing.
0: and mm-hmm. I get it. It's a it's a yeah, great
1: definitely. time. No, it's, it's, right. it's 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 nice memories, to see childhood all memories, of all of that. Yep. But there is a point where it's like, take it easy. One hundred centers. Take it easy. Fifty is too many. I will tell you if I see is her, too
2: many. if and when I see her, I'm never going to say take it easy or way too many. <laughs> I'm going to say this is amazing.
1: You could fit one right over there. There's the one spot that doesn't have one. It's 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 a lot. Just four uh, on your bed. John in Huntington Beach, of Fullerton says, "Trav would only be interested in spinners if the spinners were pizzas instead." It's kind of an idea. John's an idea guy. I could, I I could be all right with that. I don't know. Makes sense. What? I mean, we'd have to wrap them in plastic so yeah, they stay clean. So <laughs> the you, you, look, you were just saying you'd put a turkey leg in your wallet. So. No, not in the
3: wallet. I'll put, it back in the, I'll put it back in the bag that they give you the turkey leg and put it in the He just has it pouch. in his
1: back pocket, just no, takes no, it out no, no, anytime. No. I'm talking
3: about the pouch within the ride. Like, the ride has a pouch so you your <laughs> put your belongings. I, I would put it not in my wallet.
1: What would you think was going on in my life if I showed up with spinners? God. Midlife
3: crisis? Uh, no... No, it was just uh, you had a few extra bucks to spend and spent them well. Yeah, I, I tell you <laughs> yeah. what it was. <laughs> well,
2: <laughs> remember how we were talking about like you can have any car, and you went with the Escalade or like yeah, a suburban, a suburban, something yeah. like that. That you finally got the car that you always wanted, and and it was already included on them, and you didn't want to go in the hassle of taking <laughs> them off. You're like, yeah, I'll just take. Oh, it. Oh, that's that's it. Yeah, I'll take yeah. it. That's fine.
1: That's fine. Yeah, I just I want the stock ones because mm-hmm. that's what I. That's me. And if you needed a spare, you wouldn't care. You I want would just the ones have the that spare. look like they're spinning backwards. I want those.
4: So it's, it's funny because me and every morning, uh, for some reason, I always run into Hori on the freeway, and, and I know I notice his car. Because it's black and red rims every single time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you see, you're a peacock in it. And you want people so, to know you're coming. So he'll honk, he'll be like, "Hey,
3: man!" Like he's like he'll text me. You're the only dude with the red rims I know. <laughs> he, DeAndre's not
1: even looking for him. They're just like a flashing beacon as he's driving by. All right, he's got a beam on the top of his car. <laughs> Light the beam. Light the red and black rims. Um, the Rams have the Commanders this weekend. The Commanders. Are not good, yeah. but they're not like comically bad either. They're, they're most of their games they've played are pretty close. Losing to Baltimore, <laughs> losing to Baltimore was their last chance to give themselves a little bit of a cushion. Had they been able to pull that one out, you could have afforded to maybe stub your toe once coming down the stretch.
0: Some margin for error. So,
1: so, but whatever but going into it, it
2: none of us thought. No, but they got close, They right? did get close. They went to an overtime and had a legitimate chance to win that 100%. game. 100%. Yep.
1: And, and there were, I don't know about you guys, but there were multiple times in that that Ravens game well, I thought the Rams were going to yeah, win. I know. I'm with you. Or
0: yeah. that Matthew Stafford was going to throw that interception when that ra- yeah, Ravens receiver. Or... Sure, but it wasn't. Yep.
1: That's not the point I was making. The point I'm making is sometimes there's games you're like, it's close, but they're not going to win this game. That It never felt like that. Baltimore it felt like looked had a like chance. we have a legitimate chance to lose this game. Yes. Baltimore felt it. Like. And not just that they would lose, but that the Rams would win, right? Mm-hmm. The, the, it's not like Baltimore turned it over five times and the Rams kept getting short fields. The Rams moved the ball on them. Put that aside. Okay. They should beat Washington on Sunday. They should beat New Orleans on Thursday. They should beat the Giants the following Sunday. Hey. That, that that one is—I I mentioned this a couple weeks ago. That was the one that felt a little tricky because you're just just about to your goal. Lose any of those, and the path to the playoffs—I don't want to say is non-existent because you do play the Niners in the last week, but we know what that looks like. We we, we know how that one's. The Niners are still competing for the number one overall seed. Yeah, there's a lot going on there. Now, that does what, what, not favor just the Rams. hypothetically, what could
2: potentially happen because the Eagles have stumbled a little bit, mm-hmm. right? The, the the fact that um, the Cowboys are still balling out, but if they if the final game of the year in Week 17 does not mean anything for the Niners, as in they're locked wherever they are, mm-hmm. whether it's the number one C two, they're locked. They're done. I'm not so sure that the Niners are taking that day off. I'm not sure that they I are. I can almost
1: guarantee you they're not.
2: I was going to say, there's also a part of it of, if we could take these guys out, take them out, because the if there's one team yes. that has had, and I'm not telling you that the Niners are not incredible and have had incredible amount of success against the Rams, the one time it mattered most was... What happened? Right. The Rams won. Right. I'd still put my money on the Niners, but I don't know if the Niners are. If the Niners have a chance to take them out, I wouldn't be shocked or surprised that the Niners say,
1: we're going to get a bye week anyways. The Niners are almost guaranteed to finish in that second slot, at worst. They're either going to be one or two. If they're locked into the one, maybe a small little window where they say, hey, look. Let's get out if McCaffrey's dinged up, if Debo's dinged up, whatever it is. Let's just okay. make sure that there's a little extra time to get those guys right. If they're the two, the Rams are very likely, if they get in, to be the seven. They don't want to play them again. And for all the reasons that you just said, I get it. The Rams and the Niners' matchup is a bad matchup for the Rams, clearly. But it's Matthew Stafford. It's Aaron Donald. Sean McVay. Sean McVay. Yep. Puka's had a really nice season. Cooper Cup seems to be showing a little signs of life that – Could could the Rams beat anybody in the league on any given day? Yes. They absolutely can. And I think that the Niners know that, and I think if they have a chance to dispatch them when they can, they're not going to wait around and give them a second life. And if you're going to get – if you take them out, you
2: get Minnesota or Green Bay or something. Sure. Th- there's a big difference. Between there's a that. huge difference. So I Matthew think a bit Stafford or Nick Mullins, give me a break. But I took you off the point that you were making about these. Each one of these games being critical.
1: If you if you lose any of them, mm-hmm. that's a wrap. Mm-hmm. You, you you're not coming back from a. You have to have these. They're they're basically in a three week playoff push yeah. with a buy in San Francisco if you mm-hmm. can win these three, right? That it's not a buy. Obviously there's some things that can happen. But the fact of the matter is, if you lose any of those three, your chances go from pretty good as we sure. sit here sure. right now yep. to not very good at all. It is a playoff run for all intents and purposes with no margin of error.
2: I think it I think setting it up that way does kind of simplify the process because and I know, I'm I think we talked a little bit about this yesterday. I know you hate to hear it this way, but it does simplify it in this sense, Trev. If you're good enough to make the playoffs, you're going to win these games. Mm-hmm. And if yeah. you're not good enough to make the playoffs and you stumble once, you were not good enough to be in the po- – like, you don't deserve to be in the postseason if you can't win these three games. And I know winning three games in the NFL – it's not an easy task. Anything can happen in the NFL. Not watched- only
1: win three out of the three in a row sleep, but what you're asking them to do is win six out of seven, because they did win three in a row. Right. They lost to Baltimore, and right. now you're asking them to win three more. Six out of seven in the NFL is incredibly challenging.
0: But two, on, two at home. Yep. One on the road. Yep. early.
2: And and it's not like the you know the Saints are six and seven. For a short week too, which as the home team is a huge advantage. The Giants are five and eight. The Commanders are four and nine. Of course, Commander is the worst of those three teams. Do you know what that means? That means each one of these teams have had good weeks and yes. have been able to win games. And, but, but that's it's why not I,
1: Carolina. It's not Arizona. It's not. It's it's not
2: that. That's why I go back to I think it becomes it's simplified. If you're if you deserve to make the playoffs, you're gonna win these games. If you stumble once, not only literally will you not make the playoffs. You also don't deserve to be in the postseason. So what's
1: weird slash I guess you would think having watched football for 40 years, having covered this team for the last eight since they've come back, that I would have, this would have stuck in my head. The season is so blank and long. It changes so much that what it looks like in September doesn't matter at all. Yep. What it looks like in October really doesn't matter a ton because think about this. The Rams started this season, and their air quote path to the playoff was Matthew Stafford is awesome, Cooper Cup is awesome, and Aaron Donald goes out there and does what Aaron Donald does. But we're going to have to outscore people offensively. Didn't happen at all. The only reason they were in games, the only reason they won some of those games, is because the defense was holding the opponent under twenty yeah. points a game. The offense was terrible. It they, they couldn't get anything going. Now we're back to where we started all over again, where when they're winning games, they're putting up 30s, where the defense kind of mm. let them down against Baltimore. Special teams has been a nightmare all season long, and that could be the the Achilles heel. Yeah. But we're back to where we started after going through like three different versions of, uh-oh, is Matthew Stafford, it was Cooper Cup washed, it was Puka Nakua the MVP, like all of these different things, and here we are, and it's kind of what we thought at the beginning of the season, and we had 10 different twists and turns along the way.
0: I think this has a lot to do with their schedule. They, we When it came out, what was it, August usually it comes out, we knew that beginning of that schedule was going to be a gauntlet. They played really good teams. We True. even knew in August that they were going to be really good teams. This is the time of the year that they were going to have kind of a quote-unquote, easier path. We didn't know how good these certain teams would be, but it's an easier path, and they just need to execute. I think that they've done, if we went back to August and we told them that this is the layout of how this season has gone, I don't know if we would have been completely shocked just based on the, the wins and losses.
1: I think they would take it. In a harpy. I think right? they've won more games than I ever thought. Even if they don't even if they yeah. lost these last four, I still think that they've had a much better season than I could have ever imagined. Not and and not just because you found all these starters not that you Not losing these. It would be a terrible way to finish. Yeah. But to to what, what Emily was talking about is at the beginning of the season, if they said, Hey, they're gonna win six games and find all of these starters along the way, okay. Yeah. That, that's about what this felt like.
0: But they're still under five hundred. Yeah. So I think that I if I would have I think that six. I'm not shocked.
1: How many wins did that you six. think they'd have when before they, they played a single game?
0: Before they played the a single game, I don't know if there's evidence of me saying this. Yeah, but I thought that they would probably be seven or eight.
1: Yeah, I thought there were three or four. Yeah, I, I, thought I think they you were bad. much more
0: pessimistic than yeah. I was about this team because I think I had the idea of Matthew Stafford healthy and and, and Sean McVay as a yeah. coach.
2: Well, we reached the point where, from a business perspective, guys, stop. What, what are you doing? Winning these games? What are you? Why are you beating Seattle? What? No, no, no. Don't beat Seattle. The Seattle. You don't want that game, right? And that kind of churned everything, to be honest with you. That moment, the the, the moment Geno Smith gets injured, that started this, okay, maybe things are starting to work in their favor. Missed kick, too. Maybe. miss yes. kick. That's, that's a good point. The missed kick as well. But since that moment, obviously things have changed.
1: How weird. Speaking of kicks, missed kicks, Luke Haversick comes in against Baltimore, had a really good day. hey yeah, he did. He had a really, and by the way, in bad conditions, it was wet, it yeah. was rainy, it was windy, and he looked great. they cut Mason Crosby. He came in. They obviously <laughs> saw something like, nah, we're we're yeah. we're good with what we got.
0: Or maybe uh uh Haverson just needed something under his butt to get him going, you know? Maybe Or to like, know hey, this is it. This, this is, is re- my
2: final yeah. shot here
0: Irreplaceable. If, if
1: I don't deliver, I'm done. Do they go roll it back again if he let's say he goes out there and the Rams squeak by but he misses a couple of kicks he should make. Do you get Mason Crosby back on the phone?
0: I don't know. Can you? Is that even legal? I, I, I really don't know the intricacies, but I do think that maybe next year, depending on what they want do the offseason, yeah. they might value that position a little more, and maybe they would spend money on a guy realizing how important that might be.
1: All right, so one coach still has a job, despite all possible explanations, and there's another very famous coach that is very likely to be available at the end of the year. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.
3: Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling
1: problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right, caller number seven is on the line for the 12 days of 710. Daniel Wright in Bellflower. Are you ready to pick a holiday box from the 710 studio? I'm ready, man. Let's do this. All right, Daniel. Which host box do you want to pick? The Trav box, the Sleewa box, Mace, Ireland, Sedano, or Cap?
3: Um, when you were out sick, Travis, Bergman wanted the caller to choose a Travis box, so that's what I'm gonna do too. Choose a Travis box.
4: The Travis Box. The
3: Travis Box. Here we go. Let's see what's inside the box. Congratulations, you win a Sierra Subaru prize pack. And of course, a gift card from our friends at Islands. And that's what's in the box, Jack. <laughs>
1: All right, Daniel Wright from Blair Bellflower. You just won the Subaru Prize Pack. There a you gift go. gift card to Islands. Congratulations. And let me ask you this. What station takes care of you during the season of winning? ESPN LA 710, baby. Let's go. Let's go, Daniel. The 12 days of 710.
0: The 12 days of 710. It's the season of winning
1: on 710. I like that. I like, I, can I be a little, uh, I like yeah. when people pick my box. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it's, it, it's a, good it's, feeling. No, it's no, a no, weird no. sentence to say. No, but it's a good feeling. <laughs> hey, pick my box, Lee. Inside I'm like, <laughs> Travis, I'm like, yeah. yeah. Just, we've got another one. Freaking we got another me. one for sure. Uh, so there's a report out of Boston that, mm-hmm. um, that Bill Belichick is not coming back to the Pats at the end of the season. That they made the decision after they lost in Germany earlier this year. Uh, Here's the guy on the report, Tom Curran from um, NBC Boston.
3: When they came out of Germany, conversations I had that week made it very clear that a decision was made and they were going to play out the string and at the end of the year there would be a parting of the ways for a variety of reasons. I think, and I was not told this specifically, but the main one being Don't fire Bill Belichick during the season. It's just not going to happen. Additionally, though, he's an asset. He's under contract for another year, which we reported after ESPN or NFL media reported there was a long-term extension in place that would keep Bill locked up long-term. It's only through next year. So that would not be an impediment to them changing course. And it had gone too far. The Germany game, the Commanders game, the Saints game. All huge marquee games. And then there was a Chargers game after that.
1: So... That makes sense, right? You don't fire Bill Belichick in the middle of the season. The man has won multiple Super Bowls. He's probably yeah. going to be the all-time winningest coach in the league by the time it's all said and done. And, you know, he's a grump and maybe something beyond that occasionally, but he's been an unbelievably valuable asset to your organization he's Got six championships, two decades. Mm-hmm. So you don't can him in the middle of the season. But you probably also do need to move on from him at the end of the season. They need to start over. They need a, a breath of fresh air, everything else. So Belichick, if Tom Curran's report is accurate, it's going to be available at the end of the year. I know that we've been talking about this literally for three seasons. I cannot believe that Brandon Staley is still the head coach of the Chargers. Mm-hmm. It just defies explanation. He's I don't say this very he's bad at his job. Mm-hmm. Like he he is not NFL caliber as head a coach head coach. Material. Right. Yep. Coordinator, sure. But he's, he's just done a really lousy job with mm-hmm. that team. Do the Chargers finally do the right thing? And go get a guy that's got a brand, that's got an eye that's got a vision. Would Bill Belichick want to work for the Spanoses? Does he want to come to the West Coast? Because there's a lot of negatives to the Chargers, but the biggest one is you got a quarterback that you know is a high level NFL player.
2: Okay, let, let me let me ask you this question. I, I think it's fair to say, Belichick moving on from the Patriots sounds like okay. Yeah, it, maybe it's time. Maybe it's time for look at their last couple of seasons and the trajectory that they're going. Twenty twenty one, they make the playoffs. They go ten and seven, mm-hmm. eight and nine last year, three and ten this year. Does it feel like there's any light at the end of the tunnel? Does None. it feel like it's getting any better? None. He's seventy one years old. Does it feel like some of the shine has come off Bill Belichick? Some, yes. I think some of the shine has come off. For sure.
1: Here's the question that you got to ask. And Morris landed on Tom Brady, believe it or not. If there was I agree. ever a way to be get to get more shiny, Brady did. Yeah, because and, and this kind of went both ways. When
2: Tom Brady left the New England Patriots and they went this way, it was well, which one? Yeah, which yeah. one can you say? Well, Tom Brady was in the playoffs every year and won a Super Bowl and won a freaking Super Bowl, and. The Bill Belichick piece of it, hey, no, no, it's the franchise, it's the coach, that's more important than your quarterback. Well, it's gone the other way. I do feel like that has been more shine that's gone to Tom Brady. So the question that I ask you, the Chargers have a really bad look. They just have a bad look. You have an ownership that clearly a chance to go get Sean Payton, you don't go get him. You keep a coach, like you were just saying, that it seemed very clear. At least it's been at least one year too late. Okay? Oh, yeah. One year too late. But Look you know at what, what
1: Peyton's done in Denver. They were, they were one of the worst teams in football through the first five weeks. They might make the playoffs.
2: But you could still sell me on, I'm going to keep him last year because I'm going to give him two years of a four-year deal. I'm going to give him two years. But anything past that, now it's like, wait a minute, you have an opportunity to go get a coach that wants to come to LA, wants to be a part of your franchise, and just won a Super Bowl, and you didn't take advantage mm-hmm. of it. That's a debacle in itself. For me, the bigger question is, does Belichick want to go to a franchise where it does not feel like they got their I's dotted and their T's crossed, and he feels like, but I'm the difference. If I go there, whatever issues that they have, and I have a quarterback... Um, i can i can fix this or is there another franchise another opportunity somewhere else where he'd say no give me i need good ownership uh-huh. I, I need i need ownership to kind of understand
1: where i'm going the structure and everything else and i don't know if i have that answer so it's really hard to know belichick because he's done such a masterful job of giving us nothing over the last 20 years yeah. So i don't know if this is even in the decision tree you remember when leBron came to la what was what was the rap on it he was
2: coming here to kind of like, Retirement I'm going go, to go make some movies. I got my production company. That's why I'm coming here. And we'll
1: LA. be okay. And I'll break the scoring record in a Laker uniform. And maybe yeah. we'll do all right. Maybe we won't. But this is a nice place to kind of wrap it all up. Yeah. Turns out everybody's wrong about all Everybody that. Everybody was. But that was the, what if there's something similar going on here with Belichick? Not that he wants to make movies or anything, but you know what? Get to live in a nice place. Yep. I get to, SoCal. Co- I get to coach a really good quarterback. Is the ownership? Group, a bunch of clowns. Yeah. Whatever. Well, I could put
2: I, in my contract how much the, control I have. Sure. And yep. and I
1: am not gonna be I'm not trying to start my career. Everybody I, I'm Bill Belichick. I'm gonna I'm gonna do what I want. They're not gonna be able to get in my way because I'm coming in, and to your point, we can lay it down legally, but I don't have to play your game. I'm Bill Belichick. I just need to get whatever how many more wins he needs to break the record. Twenty some wins. I can I get that in three years? Yeah, I can. Mm-hmm. Do I have to kill myself to get there? Not with the talent on this team, you don't. when seven
2: games a year, you're going to get it. Bill
1: Mm -hmm. Belichick, at his worst, is a thousand times more competent than Brandon Staley. Of course. With this talent and Bill Belichick just just coaching the team, never mind GM responsibilities because he kind of sucks at that, Mm -hmm. but just having him put together game plans, just having him put together what needs to get done with that talent, they're going to win six, seven, eight, nine, ten games a year Mm. just because – he wants that record. I think everybody that knows anything about him knows he wants that record. He is there a place he could step in and go win another championship right away? Probably not. Right? At least not one that jumps off the page at you. There's Washington, there's Vegas, there's going to be some more vacancies. Chicago. Chicago maybe with that number one, but again, that's starting over. That's a right. rookie quarterback. Vegas. I got to teach this guy. Yeah, but- I got to do all these things. This is as close to a really good team as going to come mm-hmm. open. You got a, a veteran, really good quarterback. I'm biased, but it's Los Angeles, a place that I think most people would like to live. Sure, it's a nice place to live. It's going to make the money. It makes way The, the only thing that doesn't make sense to me is whether or not the Spanishes will have the wherewithal to actually do the right thing. That's it.
0: Hmm. And it's imagine a, it's, the it's, the coaching duo of Sean McVay and Bill Belichick as our coaches here in Los Angeles.
2: Well, look, th- this is what th- this is the one thing that I'm going to go back to and. You know, I think unfortunately, if you are a Charger fan, you're not going to give Dean Spanos the benefit of the doubt on this. You're the Chargers, you're already just trying to do anything you can to be relevant in the market. By the way, Shohei just went to the Dodgers. USC has Lincoln Riley. They're going to get in that Big Ten, and there's going to be some real college football with UCLA as well because Michigan and Ohio State and this. The Lakers are doing whatever they're doing. The Clippers are about to move into a new arena as well. Yeah. You're fighting for – can we get some scraps of attention? Don't you have to go do
1: this? Belichick would get you attention. At least you'd win the press conference, so to speak, right? That You would have the moment where – Here comes a guy, I don't think he would do this, but he could put three rings on each hand and go, this is what I'm bringing to town. Mm -hmm. And I know what winning football looks like. I know we have the pieces on this roster to be a winning football team. Mm -hmm. Get you fired up. It's Bill yeah. Belichick. Now, the, atten- the
2: you- attention that you just said, too, how many times they're going to pan over to that sideline, and he's wearing a Los Angeles J- Chargers, whatever it is, there is something that comes to that, too. Then you got to win. After that, then you got
0: to win. If you were the Chargers, would you let him be your GM? Because that's what he was not with the Patriots. Would you let Bill Belichick, if, if that's the deal, if he says, I'm only coming if you let me be both the GM and the head coach, because that's what I'm used to doing. Yeah. You fire Tom Telesco, you fire. Um, I could uh, answer Brands your
2: question. He- what's the Chargers' pulling all this? Like, what's the pull that they have? I don't think you could – if Bill Belichick wants to come to the Chargers and he's asking for – and by the way, it's okay to question him. Look, if we allowed you to do this, can we also just make sure you got the, the, the right surrounding pieces around you? Okay, the Chargers say no. Okay, then he, then he just doesn't come. He's got the pull, not
1: the Chargers. I think if it were a team – <sighs> I don't want to say it's the other 31 teams but way more than half of the other teams in the league i would not want bill belichick to be my gm i would say look we we want you to put this together we think that we've got a pretty good uh personnel department and 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 we're going to continue to work with that we want you to coach the players that we're going to put together with the chargers it why the blank not (laughs) what's the downside he makes it worse okay you're already. You're already. He actually irrelevant. would be the one
2: that gets the blame.
1: It's a pretty
0: yeah, high draft that, pick doing it this year too. But, yeah,
1: but think about that. That
2: if Belichick went to the Chargers, you actually can't blame Dean. You can't blame the organization. No, probably not. You're going to blame wow or, what's going on with the You know how you can blame them
1: the same way that we've blamed them for 30, 40 years, however long they've been there. Yeah. They just the, the 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 room stinks. It's rotten from the inside. I mean, that even even Bill Belichick couldn't fix it. That that's that's how they get blamed for it. Eh. It's just there that it's the Artie Moreno thing. It's not that Shohei was bad. It's not that Trout's bad. It's that all 94 managers you fired weren't all bad. All 97 GMs you fired weren't bad. What's the one piece that's been here through all of it? No, oh, him. I'm right. That's the problem. Yeah. It's the Spanos thing. They've had Antonio Gates, Philip mm-hmm. Rivers, Dan. They've had great players along the way, right? So if you give it all to them and it's bad, you just, well, nobody cares about us anyway. At least we tried it. Yeah. Maybe it's better. Maybe it's really good. There's not a ton of risk if you're the Chargers. If, if the Rams... For whatever, Sean McVay says, he's doing TV. Mm-hmm. Bill Belich says, I'd love to have that job. The Rams, say, yeah, cool. Les Snead's still picking the players. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, we're still going to do that. Like, Completely d- different. Different teams Completely have different, different
2: standards. I, I did hear that Artie Moreno is looking to shop Shohei
1: right now. <laughs> that supposedly he's ready to trade him. I don't know if you guys talked about this over the last couple of days. Yeah. The position they are in mm-hmm. is so unspeakably terrible. That I know they got some good young players. They'll they'll find a way to mess that up. Okay, they they got nothing. Babe Ruth descended from the heavens and Mm -hmm. picked them, Mm -hmm. and they won not one. They went to zero playoff games. They played in zero meaningful baseball games in six years. Everybody knew they weren't making the playoffs last year. Everybody knew they weren't making the playoffs the year before that. And they kept saying, "Run it back," and now you've got a compensatory draft pick. For the greatest baseball player that anyone in our lifetime has seen or ever will see, it's good angels. job, guys. That's yeah, Angels. Maybe fire another six or seven managers. Maybe that's the problem. Unreal, hot and cold. Coming up next, it's Travis Slee, seven ten ESPN. I did play Prize Picks, Slee. Even of course, you didn't you talk had so much time. I had a lot of time. I got to <laughs> study the numbers, and this is what's great at Prize Picks. Right, it's the most fun I've had playing daily fantasy sports, really ever. Pick between two and six players. Mm-hmm. Choose more or less. They're going to give you the stat line. You choose, oh, I think that player is going to have more than that. I think that player is going to have less than that. Two to six players, you can win up to 25 times your money at price picks.
2: All right, th- this is the other thing, and I, I know Trav always mentions this. Um, it only takes about 60 seconds to submit your picks. I put my picks in already. I like looking at the games that are coming up. Let's use one of the players that the Lakers have, Victor Wembanyama. More than or less than 21 points versus the Lakers. I'm actually going to go less than. I think the Lakers are going to try to bounce back. They were so awful on defense yesterday. I think we'll get a better product from the Lakers. I go less than with Wemby. Let's take another big-time player in the NBA, Joel Embiid. More than or less than 33 and a half points versus the Pistons who have lost 20 games in a row. I'll go less than. I'll go less than because I think they're going to blow them out. MB probably won't have to play in the fourth quarter. Take 60 seconds to submit your picks. Go to pricepicks.com forward slash 710. Use that code 710 for a first deposit match of up to $100. That's pricepicks.com forward slash 710. Use that promo code 710 for a first deposit match of up to 100 bucks.
3: This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better.
0: All right, so Idaho has been blessed with one of the best chain restaurants (laughs) in the world, In-N-Out, and so they're getting their very first In-N-Out in Idaho. Congratulations to them, but people were lining up the day before in order to get the food. So would you ever camp out for food? So say you're, I don't know, you move to New Jersey
1: for some reason. You
0: don't have an In-N-Out, and you've you've never had an In-N-Out since you left California. Would you camp out overnight to get the very first In-N-Out in New Jersey?
1: So- when I moved to Texas, there was no, at the time, there were no in-and-outs in Texas. Yep. Now there are. There That's are great. now. Um, I, I know for sure they're in Dallas. I don't know if they've gone other places as well. But there were rumors that they were going to open some locations in Texas. Dallas to Houston is about three hours apart by car. I considered if they got one open, I was going to go there. I don't know if I would have waited overnight to do something like that. You would
0: make a pilgrimage?
1: I might. Just kind of one of those, you know, go spend the day in another city and kind of make it a, a reason to go and, and, and do it. But I, I have friends in Oregon that are expat Californians that are living there. And when they came to Oregon, it was lines around the block, same thing, in Denver and places like that. Um, It's a big deal. I wouldn't wait because I've gotten it pretty regularly, but I kind of get it. So
2: first off, In-N-Out has mastered – the product is great. They deliver every single time. What they've really mastered is we're not going to be where you want us to be. We will be where we feel like we can still have the product that we serve. The it's control. fresh. It's this. What we don't want to do is expand to a level where people are saying, "Yeah, but it's just not the same."
0: Yeah, denigrating the quality. The it's supply, why they don't use delivery
2: services. The supply and demand is the bet, like as good of any business that I've ever seen, be able to work the supply and demand. To go back to the question of, would you camp out somewhere? Listen, if I'm in Texas for a couple of days and people are saying that, hey, this is – it was ranked number one, a barbecue, blah, blah, blah. People get there. You got to give me there at 6 a.m. in the morning or something like that. I would do it because I think that's a cool experience. If, yeah. there was a, if there was a place that I knew everybody is saying, you cannot leave that place, that city, unless you try this food, I think I would do it.
0: Yeah, but maybe you wouldn't get your tent out. But maybe you'd wait in a long line. Uh, so, for yeah. example, when uh, Chick-fil-A kind of started expanding or whatever, if you go to that restaurant on the very first day, you they will give you a year supply of coupons for Chick-fil-A. I know you oh, hate Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A Jorge, sucks. whatever. But if there's an example of like In-N-Out would give you a year of free hamburgers, if you go there the very first day, would that make you want to go even more?
1: I don't go that often enough to make right. that like an economic play. But like, it could
0: last two years because they give you a physical thing, no expiration yeah, date. Yeah, maybe, mm. maybe.
1: Yeah. I, the thing that I would want more than anything, like yeah. if I'm in a I, – I, for the life of me, I don't know why this is true, but it is. When I was in Texas and Mexico share a border that's, what, 800 miles long? Whatever it is. I could not find good Mexican food in Texas to save my life. Hmm. It's Tex-Mex? Yes, which I don't like. I could not find If you would have told me... Hey, there's a place that's opening real carne asada burritos around it. The- I would have waited in line all day to get one of I those. <laughs> what about car- Carnitas for you? Don't you that's you, for sure. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
0: how, how early did you kill that pig? they <laughs> yeah. um, <And> fresh. <laughs> all right, it's time for Who's Cold?
3: And now, time for Who's Cold? The
0: Sun's DJ. Oh, I didn't know if that was a question. The Sun's DJ. All right, so. Um, uh, was it last week, Al, that this happened? Last so week. last week, yeah. uh, Steve Kerr, when they played the Suns, was complaining about the noise. Oh, it's like a South Beach club in here. So the Suns DJ took that to heart and decided to make a remix with Steve Kerr's voice as a sample. So here's a, here is what it sounded like.
3: In this building, you can't hear anything because it's like a club. It's like a, it's like a South Beach club. It's just this thumping techno club music. Thumping... Techno club music. Thumping. Get in there. Techno club music. This is
0: genius. Techno club music. Great. It's great. Why'd so, you stop it? <laughs> I, I was that's getting all into that. Was. That was great.
2: <laughs> that is so genius. I love that.
0: And, and Steve Kerr has. So I have the response to okay, Steve yeah, Kerr. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's also yep. that song was like, Push me and then just touch me. That's that song that was. <laughs> anyway, so here's Steve Kerr yesterday before the game. So obviously he's not as mad after Draymond. So this is before the game in response to the Sun's DJ. I think it's
3: hilarious. I love it. We're, we're in the entertainment business and. Uh, Stuff like that is great. I mean, it's, you know, we're, uh, I may have, you know, I may have to respond with something of my own. Mm We'll see what that
0: is. So you are waiting on bated breath for the diss track from Steve Kerr? (laughs) Well, well, let let me say this.
2: I I think that I love, the thing I love most about, first off, he's complaining. Cool. They make something entertaining at the arena. Awesome. Steve Kerr also wasn't whining about it after. Steve Kerr is like, okay. I may give credit where credit's due. That's a really good idea. A little bit higher. Like, start it a little lower. I'm like only a, right here. I'll get it like, like this. What, once it, on it gets the louder, central. then I get
1: higher, sleep Yeah, are like, right raising, here, raising we're, the, we're the roof. We're down yeah, here. He's having, yeah, yeah. But now see, as it comes up, I come up. <laughs> right?
0: It's like saying you don't like something. That it's going to make someone do it even more, you it,
1: know? W- the reason I like Kerr as much, that he's obviously a good coach. His players obviously respond to him really well. Yep. But he gets mad about things. He'll he'll. But when he realizes that somebody got him, he rolls with it. Yeah. Like there's those guys. That, oh, this place sucks. It's loud. It's like a club, and they do something like that. Who's what I'm talking about? Right? No, he realized, Okay, that's pretty good. That's pretty okay, good. That that's, yeah, that's pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah, I got to come up with something. Don't come up with something. Just let it sit there. Don't do anything. Just make sure that you don't try to. Yeah, Drop give, a beat of your own. That's, that's not gonna, credits. Do not going to be what it is. Who's hot? Who's cold? It's brought to you by NextGen. NextGen, Next Gen, the official AC Heat and Plumbing Company of SoCal. Sports fans, call eight three 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 Next Gen or visit nextgenarenplumbing The dumps coming up next. It's Travis Slee, seven ten ESPN. Head into your neighborhood, Valvoline Instant Oil Change, home of the 15-minute drive-through oil change. For over 30 years, Valvoline has provided quick and convenient automotive maintenance services for busy people just like you. So before you pack up your car and head out of town to go on your family holiday vacation, go see grandma, go see your brother, your sister, your best friend, head into your neighborhood, Valvoline Instant Oil Change, and let the expert technicians make sure that your ride is at its absolute best. Over 80 locations, ready to help you get your ride ready for the road in no time. so visit SoCalOilChange.com for locations and game-winning coupons off of your next Valvoline Instant Oil Change. The Otani deal is the one that keeps on giving, Slate. Let, let, let's start here. Ken Rosenthal just tweeted this just a few minutes ago. Um talking about some of the details of Otani's contract. People are obviously getting a chance to, to read some of the specific language. And Ken Rosenthal, your guy, yeah. writes the following. Contract also states, quote, if specific change in Dodger personnel, player may opt out of contract at end of season, the change occurs. Not known at present who this refers to. So let's think this through together. So it obviously is a specific person that is put in there by name, right? That if player, executive, owner X is gone, dies, moves mm-hmm. on, traded, what, what, whatever – I get out of this deal at the end of that particular season. I think we know it is. Who do you think it is? Um, Dodger personnel. I'd
2: have to assume that that's a Dave Roberts thing. Why? Um... He's probably the only, and and maybe if you're saying it's specific name, I'm going to assume personnel that it's your manager, and I'm assuming also that's a name that's been thrown around with potentially, hey, at least from a fan perspective, that this is a guy that you—staying with him or you not staying with him? It
0: could be Freedman.
2: Uh, sure could. A manager could also be a very, very important one for Shohei Otani. Sure. Come ask me. Ask me. I'm not, I'm not telling you I'm going to disagree with you. Right. I'm saying, ask me. So maybe it has less to do with the actual person. It has more to do with- I think that's it. the franchise but, is going in a different direction, I want to know about it. But if it's a
1: specific person, and reading this tweet mm-hmm. leads you to believe that it's written down that- it's if Dave Roberts or if Andrew Friedman or if Mark Walter changes on that, it's a specific name in there. It's not like they couldn't say, uh, you know, we've decided to trade Max Muncy to the Orioles for Adley Rutschman. You know, yeah. it's not that they can operate their business, but it's somebody I mean, it could be Mookie. It could be Fred. I mean, who knows who it is? But basically, it just guarantees that if this person's going to move, I get to sign off on it, not you. By the way, interesting. I mean, listen. I think
2: I think players already have that power. I think players already have the power of you make sure you talk to me before you make a front office move. Make sure that if you're going to make a, a big, talk to me. I'm the star here. Yeah. But this is wouldn't they his, do that anyway? Th- I, that's what I'm saying is that yeah. I think this stuff happens already. But to have that in his contract, that is definitely a just you know. I'm, I'm running a lot of things. You got to run things through me. I'm not just a player. I am technically the,
1: technically the game. He he's everything. He's mm-hmm. he's the son of that. You got any issues with it? No. You know, look. Th- th- whether it's written down or whether it's just implied, I don't think that this is super unusual. That it's may- like with LeBron. Yeah. If we're gonna make a. Yeah, big- but but people were making moves without LeBron's consent. Eventually, mm-hmm. eventually. I, I think at the beginning, everybody's going to be very solicitous of yeah, Otani. Of
0: they, they would fire Darvin Ham. I don't think they would fire Rob Palenko without going through LeBron first.
1: Mm. Get your hands up, Em. There you go.
2: Feels Any good. time it? we get a tweet from Rosenthal, I want that song <laughs> to go on. <laughs> I heard Rosenthal Ken was saying something. They were talking about how he has his own podcast, and he was talking about how um, some of the errors that came in the reporting for Shohei, and he went back and talked about how he's like, look, my worst error, I still live to it to this day, I can't stand it. I Scherzer. know the people, and he's talking about Scherzer. I actually admired that a lot when he was like, I, I got, technically got duped, right? These agents do get play, or these um Sometimes these reporters can get played because, you know, they're looking for leverage Do in this, whatever the case is. Do you
0: subscribe to the idea that maybe the Toronto leak was a play? Could be. On the Otani part? I 1,000%
2: think yeah. it was. How, how could it not be? It, it, it absolutely could be. It, it could be a He's leak. on a plane going on, to Toronto. Who's giving you that
1: information? They're the most likely source of that information. But it, it could also be – I'm not going to get on a journalism high horse here because a, I'm not a journalist. I wasn't trained to be one. I, I don't know all the rules, but I know one of the tenants of this sort of thing: got to get it from two places, right? That you got to get two independent sources. Otani's on a plane to Toronto. Okay, let's say that comes from somebody inside his camp. Really, it's done. Yep, we're on our way there. Okay, somebody else needs to tell you that too. Somebody at Call the, the airport. Blue Jays. Need- we're-
0: uh, airport. Somebody, yeah.
1: uh, air traffic control. Somebody that the guy loading the bags into the the, the airplane. Somebody saying, "Yeah, I saw him got on into the airplane." If can one I, person I, tells you something, that's but can you I can't play, go. Can I play with you
2: that. out? could I play this one out for you? Otani's agent. Nesbittello. Here is the latest of what's going on, mm-hmm. and he's only leaking this information to a few people. Mm-hmm. Here's where we are.
1: You're not running with that story? I'm no, running with that story. I'm not. For for exactly what happened is the reason you can't. It's a reason Verducci didn't do it. There's a reason mm-hmm. Passon didn't do it. There's a reason Rosenthal didn't do it. Maybe on, <laughs> on purpose he picked the uh, the guy that he thought then, would. Then that guy should have said, wait, why is no one else here? I know I you want to be first. Why, why do I have it? Right. Well, listen. These guys definitely have. It's not. It's not out of the ordinary. There's a few guys that have the there, relationships. There but but are. This is the
0: biggest. You, you can't. That
1: I, I get that. The guy that got it wrong is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, buddy. He's. He's the. Yeah. Okay, buddy. For the rest of his career, because you missed yep. so big. This is one. you want to be first, but I don't understand the value in being ten minutes ahead of the next person. Nobody remembers. Well, can I? Can I tell you that?
2: Here's the risks that that you're in. You either – there's a good chance it's going to be very difficult to ever trust you again, and it's not – it doesn't have to be necessarily your fault, but you got some information, you thought it was legit. That could end a career. That could change the perception of whoever it is that reported it. So now you got to ask yourself, is it worth the risk? Because the first person – you know is the first person to report that Shohei Otani was going to be a Los Angeles Dodger? Ohtani Shohei Ohtani right. on his Instagram account, and that's the only one that you could look at and say, "Okay, this is the, the this is the trusted one." It's Shohei who was saying it. If anybody else reported it at that point, you're kind of questioning, "Is this is this accurate information or is it not?" I
1: think you're right, but had it been Tom Verducci or Jeff Passan or one of those guys, I would have been pretty damn sure it was accurate because those guys don't really miss, and they they, they would never put themselves in a position to miss on that. They just, because they know that their business and their reputation are it. created on getting that one You're going right. to be remembered for that <laughs> rather than being remembered for uh, all the all did, the ones you got right. Did you guys see the thing that was going around on, I saw it on Instagram, I think. I don't know where it originated. It's Twitter, twi- it's
0: Instagram, it's all over. The
1: Wolf of Wall Street sign where they're talking about, you know, g- giving all this money away and selling all these bonds and stocks and everything, but they replace it with all the hey details of the contract, and it syncs up, it looks perfect, yep. and- it's a tremendous mm. job of kind of dubbing something over Did you get a chance to see I it? I haven't seen it, no. It was okay.
0: lovely. So I've seen it, and uh, I I came off of this being like, if I was Leonardo DiCaprio, I would be so mad. It's like, you're using my voice to do something that I didn't record. This is what they were fighting for in that St. Is it because
1: thing. it was done so well that it, it wasn't clunky?
0: <laughs> that it wasn't clunky? I think either way, I think it's slippery slope. I think we didn't have to do it. I think it, it's funny. I think it was... But if Leonardo DiCaprio had recorded that and then they just used his voice and did it over that, I would be okay with it. Leonardo DiCaprio It's just using his AI without his permission that I really have mm. a, up against. No,
1: this is the this is the black mirror version of events, right? This is the
0: Because it's, it's harmless, you know, it doesn't hurt anybody, but it could hurt someone in the future. It
1: took me a second watching it. Sonano's sitting down with us right now, too, getting ready for a little super crosstalk coming out of debate. George, did you see what we're talking about? The Wolf of Wall Street scene where uh, they dubbed in all the Otani details of the contract. Oh, yeah, yeah, Did you get a chance to see that? I have
4: not seen that, but I know the. I know it's, the movie. It's
1: yeah. terrific because it literally looks like DiCaprio's character is saying all these things about Otani, and all this scene where everybody's going crazy and, and everything scary. else. It is. What's scary is that it's so well done.
0: Exactly. That you could, if you had no idea about sure. that movie, you could have think that it was about that. You know, that's it's it's because AI could be so good at times that it it blurs the line and people could lie. I just get scared. So no. today's
2: show is completely AI. <laughs> <laughs> I
4: have no idea. Um, I, By the way, the Steve Kerr bit is it's hilarious. So, it's that was a great job that you guys pulled that. But the game, I was at the game. I, it was the original the day before Thanksgiving, and um, and he was moaning and groaning about it in game.
1: Mm. Oh, was he really? Oh yeah.
4: Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I'm not surprised he did it post-game, so. His
1: reaction to it he's is great. really the only yeah. response, right? Yeah. You got to kind of roll with it because if you dug in and said, "No, nah, this is what's wrong with the league," then 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 they got but you. But that's
4: him. Yeah. Like he's great. Like of all the coaches I wise, he's yeah. the best. Who's like, the w- I'll never forget the year that they had everybody hurt. Remember that everybody was just hurt and it was just Draymond. <laughs> um they were playing the Lakers, and the rule when I interview coaches on the sideline is if it's 20 points or more, they don't have to do it. So, I think it was 19 in the first quarter against the Lakers. Okay. Oh, wow. And I said to him, <laughs> something to the effect of, hey, you know, obviously the defense is not, you know, what you'd want it to be. Like, how do you remedy that? And he goes, I don't know. You got any ideas? <laughs> and I start laughing. And I said, well, you're the coach. It's not my job. And he's right. like, yeah, you're right. I'm doing a terrible <laughs> job at it. And then that day um, in Phoenix, Richard Jefferson and him are obviously very close, both Arizona guys. Mm-hmm. And... um, I I told him before I went on camera I said to him we're gonna let's bust Richard's balls you know and he's like let's do it so I said to him hey so Richard my second question was like hey my colleague Richard Jefferson says you're really mad about such and such a situation that happened in the first quarter or whatever and he's like Richard, who? And I'm like <laughs> Jefferson. He's like, never heard of him, and he just sucks. walks away. So he's great, like in that regard.
1: Is there who's the guy you're looking forward to least going in there?
4: I actually had a good pop thing just yeah. recently yeah. the other day. It it was pop back in the day, but I got him good in Toronto a couple years ago. So I feel like that kind of like Broke the ice. changed our relationship. Um, I think most coaches are fine. There are guys that don't say anything. You know, who's really always way too honest is Michael Malone. Mm. Like just. Way too honest. Like I'm like, should you be saying that about your players? It's kind of crazy. But you know he's
2: got a good relationship with his guys if he's doing
4: that. Yeah, but most guys don't. I mean, I don't know. Tibbs probably doesn't say much. You know, unless he's really angry. Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) You kind of want that sweet spot of angry but not apoplectic. Not where they want to break somebody's neck. Just angry enough to say something.
4: One time, this was during COVID, so I wasn't even like face to face with him. I was like up in the rafters (laughs) doing the interview with like a headset, and I. They were playing the Warriors, and he was the Pelicans coach at the time, which only lasted a year. And I said to him, They had a miserable first quarter, just miserable. And I said, The last question was, Stan, is there anything positive you can take out of that first quarter? And he goes, Not a damn thing. <laughs> so sometimes, at least with me, I try, I know that I tend to know the personality, so I know where I can poke and prod or have some fun. But yeah, I, I would say Steve is the top of the top of just. Easy to deal with and fun, you know.
1: You know what we should do right now, Mace? Um, I'm gonna
4: guess some super.
1: Some super- stuff. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Where's
3: Cappy? <laughs>
1: woo 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 woo. Sudan, you just told me. Oh
3: okay.
2: yeah. yeah. he's two and a half hours yeah. away here.
1: Seventy-two hours yeah. without two and a, and a half hours. Morsel
4: of food, just water. Yeah. I'll you. And eat? do you eat?
1: like a big slice you know, of pizza.
3: No,
4: on the contrary, you have like soup. Yeah, and I'll tell Scoop you something. Like me, soup. Like some. Yeah. I haven't eaten yeah. in an hour. It's been yeah. a while. Well, here's the
3: thing. Travis is on a fast. 72 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> 72 hey, that works for Travis. Fast. No, he's
1: not. He was in the kitchen oh, like if, 15 oh. minutes ago. Uh, Kate's brought in cookies. I wasn't going to not gonna see eat one there of those cookies sitting there. There is so much food there. In this place. Yeah.
3: So much food.
1: There's that's always impressive. something
3: to eat.
2: That's freaking impressive.
1: And I think yeah, these cough drops have like a calorie apiece, so yeah. I've had like a thousand calories today already. Are they You sound way better, Yeah, you sound way better. I... I felt okay most of the time. I had one day that I didn't feel great, but I just couldn't talk. Yeah, no, you sounded bad. It and was I, good. I was telling these guys I would not pass any WADA-sanctioned drug testing at this point. Yeah, because I am on enough steroids. Oh, is to that a right? Yeah, course. Course. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I believe yeah. It. it worked. So,
3: I, like, how, how do they? Do, you've got like swelling of the vocal cords, or what is it? So
1: this happens to me every once in a while. Yeah, and I went and saw my doc in the box, right? The urgent care. Yes, and I told him, he goes, okay, here, I'll give you a course of steroids. And I didn't really help, so I went back on Monday, and I said, "Hey, I talk for a living. I kind of got to get this thing under control." He goes, "Oh," and he went to like the Uber hardcore, the really strong stuff. Yeah. yeah, and in a day, boom, nice. Back.
3: So I, I had a nodule on my vocal cords uh, years ago now, uh, from you know, you're loud and you're you're angry. You yeah. Know, and I developed, it's sort of like a, a blister on your vocal cords that I had to have mm, right. removed. It was a Ooh, little scary because yeah. I didn't know if I was going to sound the same of course. afterwards. This happens with singers yeah. a lot. Mm. Um, and then I had to go through all this speech therapy to learn how to talk really? different to avoid some of the things that I was doing. You did like a voice and diction class? Well, you know what it is? It's hard. Okay, so ESPN starts with a hard E sound right. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what the doctor says is put an a slight H before every hard vowel. Oh, so interesting. ESPN. ESPN. You'll hear me do it a, a lot of times. You'll hear me actually do that when I'm talking. I'll stick an H in front of things because it's easier in your voice. So there's yeah, avoid use an H. That's that's HESPN. my b- ESPN. ESPN. ESPN.
1: <laughs> ESPN. Seven ten. Did, did you just forget to go to the store for three days, or what's going on?
4: No, I just um, you know. Traveling all fall for college football, you just don't eat right. Even when you try to eat right, you just can't it's not eat right. Happening. And then there's Airplanes, booze, hotels, and there's booths. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like after games. Like it's just I, I probably put on like five pounds, and I just didn't feel well. And I was like, and I can I intermittent fast all the time. Like I can go the longest I'd ever done before, I was telling Slee and Mace yesterday was 44. I never got to the 48. Um, and I no was kind headaches, of headaches, no nothing. And I wasn't. Well, that time I got headaches. This yeah. time I didn't because I was. Uh, I had. I started to get a little one when I got here yesterday. And the trick is just a little salt in your water, and you just hydrate again.
0: Hmm. Now is, uh, it,
4: it is
3: this medically sanctioned? Yeah. By, like, are you under the care of a doctor? No, or no. Just anything, an article, anything the more? Internet.
4: Anything more than <laughs> he texts under MD. the care of Google WebMD? <laughs> anything more than ninety six? You're supposed to consult a doctor. Oh, okay, okay. So, so what would you do right now? Three thirty, you're done basically. Yeah, I got to go get a haircut. Mm-hmm. Um, but then after that. You know, I'll probably be home by like 5:30. So it'll be like 74 hours. And, then, and then, you'll then just open a bottle of wine and let her <laughs> in. Yeah, I wish. Uh, there's uh my wife is making a soup with some bone broth, some avocados, some so shredded you'll ease chicken. So your way back yeah, into and it. And that's it. That'll be the first. Could meal. you could you when you
2: get this far, you said the toughest part was earlier on. Oh
4: yeah, the first like 24 hours are the tough
2: part. Could you go another 24? I could.
4: Yeah, I could. Right Jeez. now I'm not like
1: hungry. It'd be delirious. Well, I actually more clear. No, that's what it is. Yeah,
3: I told him yesterday. I did this once for a week, and. It becomes like we c- it becomes euphoric, mm-hmm. like you, your head. I get like a, like a buzz every once in a while. There's like, really, there's like yeah. a, a positive because you feel really clean. I do like well, that and awake.
4: Basically, long story <laughs> short, the easiest way to do it is like the easiest way to describe it is after 24 hours, your body starts to just basically feed on fat, right? Because there's no more glucose in your body, mm-hmm. and then so that's good, right? Like you're, you're yeah. and, and look, we all have a little extra belly fat, right? <laughs> so, uh, then the next step. Is what they call autophagy, which is the cells, the bad, the the dead cells in your body start to like fall off, and the new ones regenerate, which is good. Um, so that way you don't get sick, right? Yeah. And then the last thing is like an HGH spike, yeah, um, which is where you get the buzz. So, Doctor Shadano, um, is this something you <laughs> recommend to other people? Sure, really. If you can pull it off, like they actually, I have talked to a doctor about, like I I asked before I did it, and they're like, yeah, I mean, you safely. As long as you're healthy, you could do it even once or twice a month if you wanted Trav, to. Trav, how long do you want to do it for?
1: Uh, so, through my schedule, yes, I have stumbled into intermittent fasting just because really? of the yeah. way. That's right. Good. And what I've does? lost, a not a significant, but I've probably lost... 15 or 20 pounds yeah. over the last six months wow, you don't eat great, until man. you get home right so i don't eat until i get home typically i don't eat when i get up i'm here really early when yep. they bring in food it becomes a little more of a challenge but yes. i get home 2 o'clock i'll eat something mm-hmm. then i eat dinner with the family and then by 7 30 or 8 i'm not hungry anymore so i kind of just wandered into it i've done 18 hours frequently yeah. but great. the idea that's a good that's a, a good number
4: 18 is a good number That 72 not a and day. you sleep early I do, and I go to bed early. So, what right? time does
3: 10? Ten? 10. Oh, right, because you get up early. Yeah. Here. yeah. Yeah. He doesn't go ten? to bed. What time? Ta- 10
4: you, you, That you go to bed?
1: Yeah, 10. Come on.
4: I'm in the 10 to 11 range, too.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah, I'm, most in, days. I'm in the he's, 10 to 11 He's in the
2: 845. He's starting to go up the stairs. Well, oh, I am, too. Oh, yeah. There are days oh, I do yeah. that. Not every
1: day,
4: but there are oh, yeah. days. I mean, like that. I like
3: to crash out, put a stupid documentary on, and fall asleep. I told you yesterday yeah. the Mermaid, the mermaid do- documentary is so great. Emily's
1: going to have to help me out with it because I've got the name of the So she was telling us the two most watched yeah, movies this. and television series on Netflix. By the way, one of
3: the reasons this is significant is that Netflix has never released their, their streaming data. Right. So this is the first time they're saying, hey, here's how many people watched everything.
1: Em, do you have those numbers about the night agent and whatnot?
0: So I'm, I'm pulling it up right now, but the number one was the um, the mother, which was Jennifer Lopez's. It was the this- Top movie from Netflix. Did
4: anybody, did either of you guys see that? No. I never watch Netflix anymore. Okay.
0: The amount of hours was 249.9 million hours watched. And it was the 14th most watched piece of content on Netflix. That was an original Netflix show. But the number one overall was The Night Agent- which was 812 million hours spent watching The Night Agent which is the equivalent of 100,000 years. What? The- 100,000 uh, yeah. years
1: <laughs> of, of The, the Night, Night Agent. Agent. Wow. Must Never be good. Yeah. I saw an episode. Did you? Yeah. I don't
3: I don't even know the show. Yeah, I
1: don't either. It is a guy that has to save the government. And he's the only okay. man that has is the there same star in it? So it's is, basically is, Kiefer Sutherland in 24? Is there somebody famous yeah. in very very it? Is there a famous actor? Nobody that I recognize, but I'm the wrong guy for that game. Yeah. There, there probably are, just nobody that I, I would I know. looked I can, at the yeah. list, by the
3: way. I don't recommend, I, I don't recognize most of the shows that are on the list. I, yeah. I think Suits, by the way, came in number five. And that's uh, been off the
1: air year. for 10 years. Yeah,
0: it's just all of a sudden people the top, discovered it. Started the shoving it down five your for Netflix. top five. Were, uh, these are all the original content from Netflix. Okay. So, this is the ones that are just Netflix shows. So, number two, Ginny and Georgia season two. Never heard of it. Never heard of it. <laughs> Three, The Glory. Nope.
3: nope. Uh, now, that's the Korean show, right? I, I've heard I, it's really good. I, I haven't seen it.
0: I haven't seen it either. Uh, Adam's Family Wednesday, the Wednesday show. Yeah, I re- yeah,
3: I that, at least that, saw that I've that. seen the people spots did, for. Like, yeah.
1: There. And then yeah.
0: Queen Charlotte, a Bridgerton story.
3: Yeah, no,
1: no, no, nope. I'm not. You're not I'm a Bridgerton any, guy? Nothing not Bridgerton. How uh, long does Draymond get sent home that's for? That's so
4: funny. I was literally going to ask What that, did he funny. get? Yeah. He got five the first one?
3: He, yeah. he got ten.
1: five for choking a guy. By the way, what, what do you, triggered you get for punching that? a guy in the face? We mentioned
3: Bridgerton, then you went straight to Draymond.
1: <laughs> I I, well, is there a choking scene Bridgerton in Bridgerton maybe I saw at some point or another? Yeah I don't know. I don't know what made me think of it. Yeah he's Ten is the low end, right? I think that's what he gets. What's wrong with him? Yeah, what is wrong with him?
4: Um, well, Rashid Wallace. I don't know if you saw the. Clip, I saw that where he's like he grew up in our locker room, so he does all the bleep stuff because of us. It's our fault.
2: <laughs> yeah, but he's this is this is the guy can't stay on the floor.
4: No, and, no. And, yeah, that, and that this, this is, is bad. And
3: this is when his team needs. Him I too. was going to say now, they're right, under the, five hundred. The, the team is, is like right on the edge of. You know, are we going to turn this well, around or
1: not? They're go- there's a time. Look, like, I like live wires, wild cards, whatever you want to call them. Guys, that you just. Kind of don't know what they're going to do next. I mean, they're good for business. They're, too. they're good for business, and I think they're good for a team because yeah. you know those they bring something, an edge that a Steph or a Clay just doesn't have. They're yeah. they're completely unpredictable. And then you go past that line to where now you're just killing us. Yeah, because you can't keep your you know what together. I mean, I get it. Under the basket, things happen. You might try to throw an elbow or something. He was out in the corner of the floor, and he hit a guy with a spinning back fist like it was a UFC event. And says I. I, I was, trying to, sell I, the I was call. trying to sell the call. I didn't do this. On, I'll tell you when
3: I do something on purpose. This was not on purpose. That's what he said last night. Uh, he's just not not under control. This is not smart. I mean, it's, and he's very right. smart. I know. Which no, is, he's yeah. not a dummy. But yeah. that was dumb.
2: Did you guys see yeah. Steve Kerr after the game? No, did not. No, he was like you were saying. He's got such a great personality. This guy's joking around. He was on just the verge of. He wanted to blow up. He hmm. really wanted to blow up. And he just kept saying, uh, we'll have to talk to Draymond about it. Yeah, that's he's got to control his anger. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's got... But you could just tell this... Steve Kerr is probably saying in his mind, I already am playing so short. Yeah. Chris Paul is out as well. Yeah. The Western Conference just getting in is going to be a challenge in itself. I already lost Draymond for how many games this year? I got to deal with this again? That it's just nothing is clicking. The dude, when he takes out Jordan Poole last year, part of the probably main reason why Jordan Poole is not there anymore for whatever reason. Well, he kinda stinks though.
4: I mean, if we're being honest.
2: (laughs) That's true, but but for that team, he he was he had some moments. He had some moments in the NBA finals. Yeah, but he had to go. He was almost
4: unplayable in those playoffs.
2: I'm not saying that he he didn't need to go, but at the same stage, it's like Draymond's involved in critical Parts, even the successful
4: parts, but sure. you're at this stage. Oh no, I get you. I get you with that. Yeah, yeah.
3: But it, I, I'll tell you, the one thing that jumps out of me is, I thought the last suspension should have been longer than it was for the
1: Gobert choke.
3: For the, for the Gobert choke, mm. Ireland and Michael were saying he shouldn't have been suspended
4: at all. Um, I, 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 was fine with five. I actually thought it was gonna be like three, but um,
1: you you this know.
4: this feels like at least ten. Yeah, because of the repeat offense. What about something
1: you said? You said it's good for business, right? Yeah, the villains are always good. Is this good? No. This is bad for the game.
4: It depends who you ask. Right, that's what I mean. Yeah. Because the old school NBA guy who, who doesn't watch as much anymore because they don't believe that there's enough physicality because they love the 90s. Right. They love this stuff. You know what I mean? So like... They're saying like, oh, that, that that was a Wednesday back in the nineties, you know?
1: Yeah, like the Morant stuff. There's no question. The league doesn't. That's different. Want, that's, yeah, totally, that's a different character. That's bad for the league. I don't know if this is. They have to pretend that it's bad for their business, yeah. but I don't know if it is. Wait,
4: you, so you're saying?
1: You I think, mean, Dennis
4: Rodman kicked a cameraman in the th- junk. That's what I'm saying. They,
3: they,
1: they're going to suspend him. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But the conversation around, hey, we have a guy on the, in this league. Who might slug someone in the face at any given time? I don't think that's bad. But for isn't business. it? Is Why it, do you think people love the NFL? It's the violence. Well, it's a, and vi- the but, scarcity. The two things combined. But the,
4: but the the rules have changed, and that's not the way. But the it NBA still plays anymore. It's, it's, it's still, still pretty it's, violent. It yeah. still
3: happens. But it's not. It's I mean, nothing they, like the NFL. It's they, not comparable. They collide. They know. do collide. Yeah, you know, I'm their car. They're, just,
4: those they linemen go into car crashes a hundred times a game. Yeah. Mace, I lean with you. I think it's bad. I think
2: yeah.
1: it's bad for biz. I think when I say bad is for biz. anybody turning off an NBA game because of what Draymond did last night?
4: If anything, he's back. when he's back, yeah, yes. people are going to tune in
1: more. Yeah, I think so too.
4: Yeah, but he's going to have to sit out 10 games on top of the five games. bad for his team, it's bad bad for his team. team. No doubt. but 100%. it's not bad for the league.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, did Adam said, we're not going to do this, but oh, it's back on. Benny Benassi. Something, is
2: it
4: Ken
1: Rosenthal? We get a- <laughs> <laughs> That's a good place. Super Crosstalks brought to you by In-N-Out Burger. In-N-Out Ooh. Out. That's what a hamburger's all about. That's where he should go.
4: Chris just um, just dump trucked Cappy in a oh big boy. way.
3: He already dump trucked me a couple of well, times. Well, you
4: guys are ice skating later, We're right? We're
1: skating. It's Blades I'm of I'm going to miss it, today.
4: unfortunately, but I got to go. What but. was
1: the name of that move in Blades of Gory where he kept cutting the guy's head off? <laughs> That I yeah. don't know. I don't know That's either. Good, but we're going to do it all. All right. Good luck, boys. By
3: the way, Sedano, today's Sedano's last day until the new year. No, oh, good. Oh, you enjoy got your 17 time. 17
4: commercials off. to record before you leave today. Okay, well, I'll do that. Yeah. Good for you. You in a bad mood today? No, not at all. Actually, this is your this is your getaway day. Yeah. Wow, good. For and you. I get to be the three. I get to you guys. You uh, and Cappy. No, you're hard. the two. Cappy's the three.
3: Are you? <laughs> Cappy's the three. Are you, you moving know. over here, Mace?
1: Yeah. I am. Okay. Well, Cappy can't be in the I'm gonna chair. I'm going to try
3: to. I'm going to try to wrangle this next two and a half hours. <laughs> good By luck. Way, he he yeah. wants to repeat the bit for Cappy to hear about the that Irwin is the meat shield for Mace. Oh, okay. I didn't even know <laughs> what that is. Hey, John, we got to get Lindsay off the show. Is no, that, I'm the one that said we. No, but you told John to first, and then John said to us. No, it was, and then we that saw was all it. me. John's his me. Thank children. you. You uh, were the driving force. De-
1: he's the Decepticon, and he yeah, goes. To I'm John. a Decepticon, apparently. <laughs> I've been called that too. Yeah. You're all right. You want me to dump truck you real quick? Yeah. Yeah. No, please. No, you don't. already
3: did it once. I don't you guys know do that hard. on the Save Super Combo Power Hour. Save it for the ice. Save it for the ice. Combo play. That's what I said. Didn't you say Combo Power? Maybe. Yeah. Let's Super get it right. T- combo Super 10 power Combo hour?
1: plate hour. Yeah. yeah, whatever. Did
2: you see the video of Clinton Yates and I going at it, talking? I to they baseball went at it. I did. I did. They
1: went at it. I did.
2: I liked it. <laughs> I know you did. <laughs> it was nice to walk in here at 10 a.m. and feel I, some passion. I, I, oh, see, here,
1: we uh, here we go. Yeah, there you go. He's got to take a it's, shot. It it's, <laughs> never hasn't. He just walks in, dumps never on has everybody, it. and leaves. Yep, <laughs> that's, just, that's, and that's the where MO. That's the game. We good? Yeah. Sleeve, you good? We're good. Yeah, Super Cross Talk
3: brought to you by In n Out Burger. That's what a hamburger is all about. That's it.
1: Yeah.